The Founding Fathers, American Revolution, Our Constitution, Our History, America. Thanks so much for tuning in as we discuss the people, places, events, and battles that turned 13 separate colonies into the greatest nation on earth, the United States. Welcome back, Patriots. I'm your host, Ron Kern, and I am so glad that you're here. First off, I wanted to thank you for allowing me to share my passion for the revolution and our country's history with you. It's been a hot minute since the last episode, and I'm so glad to be back. A big shout out to Paul, who became yet another monthly show sponsor. Now, most of you know I'm a freelancer, meaning this podcast doesn't belong to a network, and I do all of this solo. From researching, recording, editing, and publishing, it all falls on me. I'm not complaining. I love, love doing it. But if you're like Paul, and you do want to support my show, you have several easy ways to do that. One, you can sponsor the show monthly like Paul did, and you can choose as low as 99 cents a month or even up to $10 a month. You can also give a one-time donation by scanning the QR code, which takes you to my Venmo. Lastly, you can also support the show by giving it a review, which costs nothing but a minute or two of your time. The more reviews that the show receives, the easier it is for people to find it. And the monthly sponsorship and QR code are located at the bottom of the main page on my website, patriotpowerpodcast.com. You can do a review within the platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Enough of that, but I did want to recognize Paul, who became a monthly sponsor, and it is really appreciated. These sponsorships help defray some of the costs so that my podcast can be kept free and non-subscription based. If you have a company and or a product and you would like to advertise on my show, I would be open to do that. Just reach out and contact me. I'm going to be sharing the 2023 stats at the end of the show, and once you hear them, you will see that this podcast has grown exponentially and may be a good fit to advertise your business or product on. As I mentioned in a previous episode and on my social media platforms, I did not publish an episode over the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's holidays, which is the reason for the delay. I hope that you all enjoyed family and friends, and also that Santa was good to you, and that 2024 is treating you amazingly well. Santa was exceptionally good to us because on December 4th, an early Christmas present was delivered. That being, our daughter gave birth to a beautiful, healthy, and amazing little girl. Kennedy Jackson has filled our hearts, and even though she is our first grandchild, there will absolutely be no spoiling her. All right, that's that's a lie, but I at least had to try and say it without smiling, and as you can hear... I failed miserably. As I sit in my home office, looking out the window, watching yet more snow fall on a ground that is already a blanket of white, the temperature is below freezing, I think of the men and women that dealt with far, far worse conditions. 
The women in this episode fall under many descriptions, but one that may summarize all of them is this. Brave, courageous, and steadfast in their beliefs. It's encouraging to learn about history and to steal a quote from a recent movie I watched called The Holdovers. I highly recommend this. This was said about history. Quote, History is not simply the study of the past. It is an explanation of the present. I just, you know, there's so many quotes about history and history. If you don't know your history, it'll repeat itself. But this one just really hit me hard. History is not simply the study of the past. It is an explanation of the present. And I just really liked that and wanted to share it. So in this episode, part two, yay, we have a part two finally. I am going to discuss three more amazing women in the revolution. If you didn't listen to episode 17, which was the part one, I encourage you to do so as it sets up this episode perfectly. And in that episode, I discussed Deborah Gannett, Nancy Hart, and Anna Smith Strong. I dove deep into their lives and shared the story on how amazing they were and what they did. Today, I'm gonna to pick it up from there and the names and lives of these incredible women you likely have never heard of. Now, it would be pretty easy to talk about Abigail Adams, Martha Washington, Betsy Ross. These famous women of the time were really, truly remarkable for sure, but I'm choosing to cover lesser known women because I think their stories, impact, and efforts need to be discussed and brought into the light. So with that, let's get started. The first lady that I'm going to be discussing is one I would wager, unless you are a Revolutionary War fanatic like me, is a name that you have never heard of. And her name is Lydia Dara. To say Lydia was brave would be an understatement as she played a very significant role in American history during the war. Born in Dublin, Ireland in 1729, Lydia immigrated to the American colonies with her family in 1753. Where did she settle? Well, she settled in Philadelphia and married William Dara, a successful tutor. As tensions between the American colonies and British authorities escalated, Lydia found herself in a very unique situation. The Daras operated a mill and lived near the British-occupied city of Philadelphia. So in 1777, William joined the American forces, leaving Lydia to manage their affairs and care for their children. Lydia's pivotal moment came in December of 1777, when British General Sir William Howe made Philadelphia his headquarters. Suspecting that an attack on Washington's forces was imminent, Lydia hatched a plan to gather crucial information for the American cause. I mean, just picture, like, you're a wife of someone that just joined the cause, and you have this inkling that you're going to do something crazy, uh, crazy at the time, um, and, you, and you create a plan that is going to allow you to go get crucial information. Not only is it dangerous, it would be exceptionally hard to do, but that is what Lydia did. And she disguised herself as a market woman. She was able to eavesdrop 
on British officers' conversations, and not only that, she memorized their plans. She was eavesdropping on the most powerful man and his subordinates in the entire British Army. So how is that for having some courage? Um, that's that's pretty pretty dangerous situation she put herself in. Risking her own life, Lydia conveyed the gathered intelligence to none other than General George Washington's camp, which played a very crucial role in thwarting the British attack. Her courage and sacrifice contributed to the American victory at the Battle of White Marsh. In this battle, the Americans were outnumbered and they had just come off a very big loss in the previous battle. And after reading quite a few positions on this particular battle, I would estimate that without her intelligence and being bold enough to share it with George Washington, the outcome would have been a loss. Now this is just my opinion, but because of her, the Americans were well ahead of the game, giving them the opportunity for victory which is exactly what happened. So the Battle of White Marsh was a victory. It was important and it was likely a large part in due to Lydia and her spying. Her bravery and cunning espionage efforts have really left an indelible mark on American history. Her story serves as a testament to the unsung heroes who, in the face of adversity, played crucial roles in shaping the course of a nation's destiny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The next young lady I want to highlight is Sybil Luddington. Sybil Luddington was born April 5th in 1761 in Kent, Connecticut, and was the eldest of 12 children. So she had 11 brothers and sisters. Uh, that, that would be a handful. She was the eldest of 12 children in the Luddington family. Now, her father, Colonel Henry Luddington, was a very respected militia commander who played a crucial role in the early stages of the American Revolutionary War. Sybil spent her formative years in a time of growing unrest, with tensions between the American colonies and British authorities reaching a boiling point. Can you imagine being a young kid during the time when everything was escalating and um, you know the Tea Act and the Boston Tea Party and the Boston Massacre and all of those things and and you're right there in in the middle of it and as a kid you're you know obviously I'm guessing pretty inquisitive it, it would have been uh, an amazing time to live however on the stormy night of April 26 1777 news reached Colonel Luddington that British troops, under the command of General William Tryon, they were advancing on Danbury, Connecticut. Now, at the time, Danbury was a, a strategic location where the Americans kept a lot of military supplies. So, and so the urgency of the situation, it demanded an immediate response. And Colonel Luddington needed to muster his militia 
to defend against this impending attack. In a moment that would later etch her name into American history, Sybil Ludington volunteered for a daring mission. Despite being only 16 years old, she recognized the gravity of the situation and the need for swift action. With little time to spare, Sybil mounted her horse and rode through the dark and dangerous countryside, covering an impressive 40 miles that took her through present-day Putnam and Dutchess counties in New York. Throughout the evening, Sybil braved the elements and the risk of encountering British patrols. If she would have encountered British patrols, she would have been stopped, she would have been uh, questioned, detained, um, depending on what Sybil told them, maybe even treated as a traitor, would have been a bad deal. And there were a lot of British patrols, so she was risking a lot. And she did this with one clear intention. So her mission was to alert the local militia and all of the neighboring communities about this threat to Danbury. Sybil's journey took her to scattered farms and hamlets where she would bang on the doors, shout warnings from her horse, and rallied the militia to gather at her father's command center. By dawn, she had successfully completed her mission. The militia, thanks to her efforts, did have time to assemble and to engage the British forces during the Battle of Danbury. Although the Americans ultimately lost the town, the successful mobilization of the militia prevented a far more significant disaster and helped slow down the British, which was always a good thing. If you could get them to slow down, gave uh, the Americans and the Patriots a little more time to prepare. Now, Sybil's courageous ride became a legendary tale of the American Revolution. Her actions were often compared to those of, ready? Paul Revere. Uh, they showcase the vital role that ordinary citizens, including young women, played in the fight for independence. Now, I want to put this into a perspective. Sybil Ludington rode 40 miles, but who gets the credit for the midnight ride? Yes, of course, Paul Revere. Would you be surprised to know that Paul Revere only rode 12 to 13 miles total? This means that Sybil, at the age of 16, traveled over three times the distance that Paul Revere did. Now, Paul Revere gets the bulk of the credit because Henry Longfellow wrote a poem that, using today's terminology, went viral. And that's partly why Sybil and approximately 37 other writers who participated in the Midnight Ride aren't as widely known. In 1784, Sybil married Edmund Ogden, a lawyer and fellow patriot. They settled in Catskill, New York, where she raised a family and lived a relatively quiet life. While Sybil Ludington's ride may not be as widely known as Paul Revere's, her contribution to the revolutionary cause has gained recognition over the years. She now has monuments and commemorations in her honor, which stand as a testament to the bravery and determination of a young woman who, in a pivotal moment, galvanized her community to defend the ideals of liberty and independence. 
Sybil passed away on February 26th in 1839, but her legacy as a Revolutionary War heroine lives on. I have a great video in the show notes, uh, really good for kids, and even a link to an hour and a half movie about her. So these links and links for all the women discussed on this episode are in the show notes on my website, patriotpowerpodcast.com. The last lady that I'm going to cover is Margaret Catherine Moore Berry. She was known for her unwavering dedication to the American revolutionary cause, and she was born in June 1752 in Charlestown, South Carolina. She would grow up to become a remarkable figure in the struggle for independence, like the two ladies that I spoke about before, but she also too left an indelible mark on the history of the Southern theater of the Revolutionary War. Margaret, who was commonly called Catherine, was the daughter of a prominent South Carolina family. In 1770, she married Andrew Berry, who was a successful planter and also a militia officer. Little did she know that her life would soon be intricately woven into the fabric of the revolutionary movement. As the tensions between the colonies and British authorities escalated, Charlestown found itself at the center of political turmoil. Catherine Berry, with her husband Andrew, now actively involved in the local militia, became deeply engaged in the cause. So when the Southern theater of the war intensified, she demonstrated exceptional courage and resilience. One of the most pivotal moments in Catherine's life occurred during the Siege of 96 in 1781. As British forces, led by Lieutenant Colonel Nisbet Balfour, besieged the Patriot-held outpost at 96, Catherine played a crucial role in supporting the American forces. Despite being surrounded, she fearlessly tended to the wounded and aided the militia. Perhaps even more remarkable is she served as a messenger and a spy for the American troops in the area and fought with Daniel Morgan's army. During the Battle of Cowpens, some stories actually place her on the field, fighting, assisting her husband. Regardless of her exact role, after the battle, she was given the title of heroine of the Battle of Cowpens, which gave her local notoriety, and she also received medals for her work as a messenger and spy. The Battle of Cowpens was very important, and due in part to her actions, it was a victory for the Americans. Catherine's most notable contribution came when her husband was captured by the British. Unfazed by the perilous circumstances, as these women that I've been talking about seem to have in their head, it's like, okay, this is happening, I'm going to do this. I mean, she orchestrated a rescue mission. This is not an easy one. It was quite dangerous and it was pretty daring, but she orchestrated a rescue mission and she disguised herself as a male servant which allowed her to infiltrate the British camp, successfully securing her husband's release. This act of bravery earned her the nickname Captain Kate. I mean, can you imagine being in that situation? Like, we read this, we hear it, and you're like, okay, well, that's pretty cool. But she dressed up as a man and walked into a British camp 
to get her husband released. I mean, there is so many things that could have gone wrong. So it's always important to try to put yourself in those kind of situations because it really makes a larger impact. And so I'm thinking, you know, a recent war. So you walk into the enemy's camp dressed as the opposite sex and you're trying to get somebody out. I mean, that's that's downright crazy, we would say today. But because of her bravery, and I think a lot of courage, um, she was successful. And after the war, uh, Catherine and her husband returned to civilian life. They ended up settling in upstate region of South Carolina, where her husband Andrew resumed his plantation activities. Catherine, having played an instrumental role in the American Revolution struggle, continued to contribute to her community. The Berry's home became a gathering place for veterans and patriots, and she remained an active supporter of veterans' causes. Her commitment to the principles of liberty and justice endured, and her actions during the war truly became a source of inspiration for future generations. Margaret Catherine Moore Berry lived out her days as a respected and revered figure in South Carolina. She passed away on November 24, 1823, leaving behind a legacy of bravery, resilience, and unwavering dedication to the ideals of the American Revolution. Today, her contributions are remembered and honored as part of the rich tapestry of individuals who played these vital roles in securing the nation's independence. So now you have three more amazing women, and I really do encourage you to check out the show notes because I have some videos, uh, links that take you to monuments that were erected in their honors, and they have so you can see what they look like. Before we close this show, I wanted to share some amazing things with you, and one being the stats that I received as a summary report for this podcast in 2023, and the other is the Patriot Power Freedom Files, which is a fairly new video series that has taken off like crazy. For this podcast, the only people to thank for these stats is you, the listener. I sincerely thank each one of you for taking time out and listening to my show. It's, it's the reason I do this. Now, I'm not going to go into every detail, but some of the highlights of 2023 uh, were pretty amazing. And again, I have you to thank. So some I wanted to share are streaming of my podcast increased 140%. 94% of my listeners discovered my podcast in 2023. Considering my first episode was published in 2021, it's pretty encouraging and exciting to see the interest in the American Revolution and how our country was created. So that, that was fun. The Patriot Power podcast was listened to in 40 countries. The top countries were, of course, here, the United States, then England, Germany, Brazil, and believe it or not, Ireland rounded out the top five. My podcast was shared with friends and family, which certainly helps. 68% of you shared our website or linked to the podcast directly, with the rest being on social media. Again, this is all because of you. My podcast has received a 5 out of 5 star rating, which just 
sorry, it just makes my heart smile. So thank you for all of you who have done a review and rated this podcast. In 2023, we had an increase of 201% listenership, an increase in followers of 162%, and the biggest and proudest for me is an increase of episodes played by a whopping 437%. Now, this again has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you, so I really, really want to thank you. I get excited about these stats as it as it tells me that people are perhaps liking what they hear, they're sharing it, and they have a interest or passion or love to learn about the American Revolution. Is there anything better than me having the blessing to share my passion and having others enjoy it with me? It's, it's pretty darn special and I consider it an honor. Now, I, I share all of these stats with you like I did at the end of 2022. Uh, not to gloat or come across any other way than with a thankful heart. I really appreciate you being a loyal listener, sharing my podcast with others, and also I know that these metrics are important for potential sponsors and advertisers. Lastly, if you want bite-sized videos that cover the people, places, battles, and more about the American Revolution, I created the Patriot Power Freedom Files. The videos are short and sweet, but packed full of good information without taking up too much of your time. You can view these videos on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, and I even include them on a separate page on my website, so they are all compiled and organized for you. I really do enjoy doing these videos, as they are more frequent than my podcast, and I wanted to make sure that you knew about them. Now, my last Freedom Files, episode 9, exploded for some reason on TikTok, and it crushed any and all previous episodes, although there's only eight others, um, but it kind of crushed them as far as views. So it's exciting to see that uh, people are interested in learning about the revolution in video format. That episode, number 9, I covered Benedict Arnold burning Richmond, but I'm still unsure why it was so heavily watched, but hey, I'll gladly take it. My goal for this year is to have two podcast episodes per month, which if I look back at 2023, I have to give myself maybe a C plus. So hopefully you'll have more to listen to this year. Also, if you have a topic that you'd like me to discuss uh, for a bonus episode, just message me from the platform you're listening to this on or Of course, you can email me at patriotpowerpodcast at gmail.com or all of my contact information is on the website patriotpowerpodcast.com. As a veteran myself, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone in the military and tell them how much I appreciate your service. Please consider doing a review of my podcast if you have a minute, as that, again, is all the time it will take you. And if you want to help keep this podcast free, you can become a monthly supporter or make a one-time donation. You can do this at the bottom of the main page at patriotpowerpodcast.com. And also, please feel free to tell someone about my podcast. I would really appreciate your help in spreading the word about it. If Amazing Women in the American Revolution Part 1 or Part 2 interested you, Please check out the show notes for this episode and also episode 17 because I have provided links, videos, and much, much more information 
for you, all organized. All you have to do is click and learn about amazing women in the American Revolution. Thanks for listening and hope that you tune in next time with us here at the Patriot Power Podcast. Make sure that you hit subscribe so you'll get notified when our new episodes are available for you. And we hope that you check out our websites, which include our show notes, links, documents, and more at PatriotPowerPodcast.com or ILoveGeorgeWashington.com. Until next time, hope that you and your family have a blessed week. And remember, be safe and tell a veteran thanks for their service.